I had a threesome, but I didn't tell my girlfriend. Now she's having doubts. What should I do? This is OKOP, where we read the craziest stories on planet Earth. I'm Sam, and John, what should OP do? Of course she's having freaking doubts, because just assuming you're just putting one and two together. You had a threesome, not with her. You double yeah. cheated. Well, it could be before the relationship. Oh, okay. Mm, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, if it was before, and she's like being negative on you, that's whack. Like, come on, no. Your past threesomes should not <laughs> should not affect your current relationship. Yeah, threesomes do not define you. And yeah, then Riley. <laughs> oh, and then in the relationship, you know, without her, obviously you're a fucking a-hole. Yeah, and of course. She should leave you. But what should you do? I think it's probably the, the before. Yeah. And she's judging him. I think you sit down and, and be like, look, we have a good thing going. Like, I, I think it's a little unfair to be judged. Yeah. You, know. you know, everyone has their Greg days. Dude, Greg. Gregs are going to Greg. Gregs are going to Greg. So cut to the throwaway says a year ago, my male 21 first serious relationship officially ended with it came all the heartbreak and trauma you'd expect from being cheated on and manipulated for months. I've never before been so hurt and swore off any relationship for the foreseeable future. My ex left me with a severe fear of abandonment, commitment, and need for sexual validation caused by some pretty hurtful things she did. Fast forward five months after lots of hooking up and casual sex as a typical in college town, I had done very little healing and just covered up my pain with sex until I met Francine. Ooh. She is the single most beautiful, kind, fun-loving girl I've ever met. The second she introduced herself to me at the bar, I knew she was different. We went on a date and hooked up, but it felt way more meaningful. I began to develop feelings for her and that terrified me. Those feelings heightened when she expressed the same back to me with where I was mentally. The fact we were about to be a Eight hours long distance over the summer and her own recent relationship trauma, we expressed our liking of each other, but came to set terms of non-exclusivity. Okay. So they are not seeing other people. No, non-exclusivity. So they can see other people. They can see other people gotcha, gotcha. because they're kind of long distance. Right. I assured her I was telling the truth about my inability to commit at the time and wasn't just telling her that, but let her know that she's free to do whatever she wants over the summer. Working as a bartender, I had plenty of opportunities to continue casual hooking up. At first, I was conflicted about what I wanted. I didn't take these. I liked Francine after all. However, as I began to overthink, I felt as though refusing this was making me more vulnerable to being hurt if I came back to school to her disinterested, like if she was disinterested in him. Mm. To me at the time, that seemed like the exclusive commitment I was scared of. So I had a casual hookup, except this time it didn't even give the temporary validation like before. It just kind of made me more confused and like I wanted to commit even more, which scared me. I shouldn't have done it twice, but I stupidly did it again. After just feeling more conflicted, I stopped realizing it wasn't helping anything and just making my mental situation worse. While we were both free to do what we wanted and discuss this, I didn't feel right about it, especially since Francine and I were still texting and staying in contact. As scared as I was of committing, the idea of effing it up with Francine seemed way worse. So when we got back to college and she asked about my summer, I told her I hadn't pursued anyone. Oh, that's I yeah. think we need to Throw one up. Yeah. yeah I not, mean, a good mo not a good move. It's going to come out. Red flag. And like the crazy thing to me is you both already agreed on it. Yeah. Like, so it's like, why would you lie about something that, you know, you agreed on it? I did something perfectly within the bounds of what we communicated and agreed upon. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. Don't be red flag. But maybe he realized he's not an F boy. He's a lover boy. And that's what was. Well, he should say.
say that then. Yeah. He should say like, I hooked up with someone. And honestly, I realized when that happened that I didn't want to be with anyone else but you. That part. I'm sorry. Yeah. He, he didn't break any of the boundaries that they set. And he's like showing his love for this person. His love for this person. Come on. I think it's completely what he should have done. Yeah. Lying is not a good move. Well, I hadn't pursued anything serious. I wasn't telling the full truth. I wish I was strong enough to just tell her everything I'd done, but decided I didn't care to know what she'd done. So I'd leave it behind me. Some months pass and we're hanging out a ton. I'm staying over at her house multiple times a week. We've gone on some amazing dates. And most importantly, despite her past trauma, she managed to heal a lot of mine. She showed me so much affection, trust, and patience while I slowly became more ready to officially make it exclusive with her. This entire time, I was loyal to her and figured as terrifying as it seemed, I was already basically her boyfriend and I didn't want to risk not getting to be hers. The months since then have been incredible. She's been everything my ex wasn't and despite how recent it all is, I truly do love her and wouldn't do anything to hurt her. Do you think anything bad is going to happen? I feel like Opie's giving like, oh, I want to do the right thing. Oh, geez, gosh, golly, darn it. I effed up again. Oh, well, I think you should come clean, Opie. Come clean. We both went home for Christmas a few days ago and things were normal. However, drunk on Christmas Eve, she FaceTimed me again and began talking. The conversation suddenly turned to her past trauma and her expressing that she's felt distant to me lately because of an intense worry. I'm going to hurt her in the future. Not only does this stem from her exes, but also a very rocky relationship with her father. And I gave her tons of reassurance and love as she deserves. She responded by telling me that she's going to ask me a question that I have to answer 100% honestly. Here we go. I pinky promised her over the phone I would. And she asked, did you do anything with anybody over the summer? I think it might be a setup. I think she knows. Oh, I think she knows. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I uh, might have to. Put on the conspiracy hat over here. Yeah, I think that maybe somewhere through the grapevine or yeah. something, maybe maybe she saw some Instagram yeah. posts. People College looking. towns are small. Word travels fast. Word travels fast. I think that she somehow dug up the dirt, figured out what's happening, and is like, he lied to me. And I want to make, I'm I'm hurt, and I want to make things serious with him, so I'm going to give him this opportunity. One last chance. One last try. That's, I mean, that's my tinfoil hot conspiracy. Well, let's go back to reality. Let's do it. And see what really happens. So, I took a deep breath and knew while it would likely hurt her a bit, I had to come clean. I confessed that I had two random hookups, explaining to her that I didn't continue to contact them and that it was months before we became exclusive. She lost it. The hurt I saw on her face is the worst thing I've ever seen. She explained that she was loyal to me all summer and that she feels like she was in love with a lie. I've tried to express to her how sorry I am, how much I regret it, and how I was completely in a different headspace. I've assured her that's nowhere near the person I am now and that I'm sorry I let my own trauma hurt her, but done everything I can prove that this is long behind me. It completely destroyed her trust in me. I couldn't sit there and lie to my girlfriend face, but I didn't know it would cause this. I should have never lied in the first place, but I didn't expect it to ruin our entire relationship. She wants to talk in person in a few days, but she's livid and I think she's going to end things. I know I effed it up, but I'm in a completely different spot now. Probably too late, but I learned my extremely painful lesson. I'm terrified to lose her, but I think I will. And there are some comments that I want to get into. Yeah. But I mean, we already said that he didn't do the right thing by, by coming clean. Is there anything that 
he should have said in this final admission that maybe he didn't? I don't know really what more you can say. I mean, honestly, I think the only thing more he could have said would be expressing just how like remorseful he is. I, I mean, he, he might have. It wasn't 100% clear, but like, wow, I yeah. I realize what a gem you are and that I've broken your trust. Mm. And like, you know what? You deserve to feel the way you, you feel, but I'm still here. Yeah. You know, I almost feel, though, that she would have had the same reaction had he said it initially, because it feels Possible. like it's more like I was loyal to you and you weren't loyal to me, even though they really because that's what she said. She oh. said I was loyal to you the whole summer. I see. I see. I was thinking I, I didn't pick up on that as much. I was thinking it was because of the the lie because it's like, hey, we well, okay. I we think did it's, it's worse. And I think because of the lie. Yes, for sure. Right now. Yeah. But I almost think like they were non-exclusive, but I feel like she was treating it almost as they were. I got one more one more tinfoil hot conspiracy for you. Is this a advanced orange test? Is this a oh, like if he doesn't treat you as an exclu like as exclusive? then yeah, he's the one. But the problem is you said, hey, it's okay for you to go and yeah. see other people yeah. or sleep with other you people. You can't, but I, I don't think you can be mad about that if if you're non-exclusive. Yeah, if it was agreed upon, it's, yeah. I also don't, I think if you're non-exclusive, I just also don't think you should ask. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess it depends. People have all different arranging arrangements yeah. of it, right? Because yeah. some, some people, we've read a ton of stories where it was like they were uh, married. So it was like, hey, for like the kids or whatever, like let me know when you won't be home yeah or whatever i mean yeah, when you have like swinging partners yeah exactly i mean it's tough i you know godspeed all you guys who do that is not for me but yeah <laughs> we actually Anyways. had someone on the show recently that uh hooks up with swingers yeah the guy yeah the guy the guy oh, i thought you were talking guy. about the co-host oh no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm lost talk about sam <laughs> oh just no. joking that was a bad joke <laughs> it's no, okay but there are some relevant comments. So no atmosphere 5132 says, nah, if you explain the reasoning to her and she still doesn't understand, I would talk it up to how young you both are, but you didn't do anything wrong. You should probably explain a little more than, yeah, I had two hookups if you want her to listen. Give her a few days though. When I was in college, I probably would have freaked out if my boyfriend told me he was with someone else before we were exclusive too. And then OP says, I've explained everything to her over the phone and told her the truth of where I was and why I did it while also admitting my fault. But she still upset and still wants to settle it in person. I hope she wants to move forward, but I get it if not. And then another commenter says, of course, there is a chance, though for her sake, I hope she leaves you or else she's potentially setting herself up for a cycle of lies and deceit from future partners. This is a lesson for both of you. I don't know if I feel like that's a little strong. You know what? I, you know what if I feel like both of these comments are on either end of the spectrum and it's more kind of in the middle. Yeah, this may be hard to grasp at 21. The things you and she does now could help or hurt you decades later. OP responds, I know she has every right to leave. I just know how I feel about her and that I want to be honest with her from now on. I've been truthful for months and the other night proves it. I won't continue the behavior, but if she doesn't stick around for me to prove it, it's my fault. And like, it is true. He, It, it is bad that he lied. Yes. But to say that like, you've now set the relationship for lies and deceit, I yeah. think is maybe a little too far. But hey, I would love to know what you guys think in the comments. Like definitely let us know if mm -hmm. you think we're out of bounds here. That's right. Do we have an okay story time? Yeah, I think you do have an okay story time. <laughs> yeah, here we Didn't go. Someone uh, drop off a little gift for you for uh -oh. Christmas. Okay. All right, here, here is another. Here is another question. Yeah, for the audience. A real question. <laughs> a real question. All right. So I have 
an ex-girlfriend yep that i think this is too this is this might be too might be this might be too much it might be too deep yeah this might be too deep might be too i don't deep. think i can say i i have another greg story i have infinite greg Does stories have any, like relationship things yes all right tell us another greg story all right so and john um, you have another okop story i do uh you know what we're let's let's bring greg back <laughs> from the dead yeah so there was another time where he was yeah he's just so crazy he he had this on again off again Again, just nonstop relationship with this girl that we'll call Sally. And, uh, you know, teenagers, teenagers being teenagers, they had uh, hopped on Skype and, you know, we're doing uh, doing some 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 business, you know, having a little having a little fun. So Greg, Greg pulls up. And by the way, most of this happened. We it was actually pretty dope. So our drumline had an actual class during school where yeah. we would like, you know, most of most of the time it's after school, but that we had a class during school. So he pulls up and he's like, hey, guys, look what I recorded last night and just opens his laptop and just presses play. And it is the two of them doing their business on Skype. And I was like, what is happening on right now? Skype? Yes. Was the teacher in the room? Like, like they're each like masturbating or something? Yes. Oh, wow. With each other on Skype. And the teacher, it was always like 30 feet away in a all glass office with the door open. So like anytime these things happened, he was like right there. But the teacher never did anything. It was just enough for him to, I mean, he would poke out sometimes. He 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 knew that they were freaking rascals. <laughs> he knew that they were scoundrels, just absolute degenerates. So like he would sometimes come and break it up and whatever, but like it was just enough to where he didn't know if we were like passing a meme around yeah. or doing that. Yeah. Better to just not look. Yeah, Don't Greg, open up Pandora's box. Greg was a maniac. I actually had a Greg. I had a Greg. Really? Yeah, a Greg that I, I'm still pretty good friends with. Oh, wow. I mean, not as good friends with, but was like good friends with in high school. And I remember going to his house. He was, he lived in a frat that got kicked off the row at USC. Oh my God. And you have to do some fucked shit to get kicked off the row at USC. I am sure. But I remember when I went to his, when to, went to his place, he showed me around. He didn't have a door on his, like his like frat room door because he instantly just like busted through it and destroyed it. There were holes all over on the walls of his wall because he would just punch holes in the wall. There wasn't a door in his bathroom. What he had done is he had a, a blanket and one side of the blanket was had a nail in it and the other side had handcuffs that he put through a hole of the blanket for complete privacy. And we played a game called Handle Baseball where he would get a glass handle of vodka and I would throw him a glass handle of vodka and in his room, he would try to hit it as hard as he could and glass would shatter every and then that very day, actually, he got a new door for his room, which we proceeded to immediately hug together and run through the door and split in half. Wow. And I have videos of that whole day. Wow. Would you like to see? Yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. Oh, my God. What the frick? Oh, my I'm, God. As it's cooking, I'm going to try and think of some Greg stories of mine. Yeah. If you have a Greg story, put it in the comments below. <laughs> my mom wouldn't let me like hang out with any Gregs, really. I got Uncle Greg, for real, for real, but... <laughs> He's like as calm as a peach. Right. Yeah. He's not like a real Greg. Like, yeah. He's just Gregory. He yeah. Like, <laughs> How do I look at my past snap stories? You just scroll down. You go to story and you scroll down. Story? Right. It's like you, you millennial. <laughs> you millennial. You're basically. Just put in your favorites. Nope. Yeah. I asked Riley the other day, what does subscribing to a Snapchat mean? <laughs> 
I was like, Whoa, what, bro? flashback to Jan 2. Look at this. <laughs> Woo! Ow! Um, I had a friend. His name was Gavin, and he was kind of crazy. We would... um in our closet of my room. So my closet back home, my closet would connect to my room and my brother's room. So we had a sharing closet. Yeah. And we were in my brother's room and we put like a bunch okay. of pillows down and we would run and jump on the pillows. And my mom woke up at one o'clock in the morning and was like, what are you guys doing? It wasn't anything crazy. But just running just like, and jumping on pillows. But he was like a six foot 350 guy. And then I have my friend Chandler there and he's a six foot like 200 guy. A linebacker. Yeah. All right. yeah. And you we guys just, ready? Yeah. Well, let's do it. And we would it. just jump and it'd be loud. All right. I mean, how should here, I how should here. I show this like this? Yeah, and then just send me the video. <laughs> Is that a fridge? That's a fridge. <laughs> Broken. <laughs> oh my god! Ouch. He's just stabbing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. That was his door. Wait, play that one one more time. Oh my god! Wow. I'm Where was his parents? This was at the. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> Why would you do that? Bro, that your Greg might have outgregged my Greg. I'm not gonna lie. Dude, that is some big Greg energy. That, right. that Greg that Greg, can we blur his face? And I have so many stories. Wow. He used to lick my eyeball. You outgregged me, dude. Your Greg outgregs my Greg. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. He used to beat me up in carpool. And then like one day I pinned like or he would like always try to lick my eyeballs. That's so disgusting. <laughs> that is horrendously disgusting. Oh my god. Yikes. Man. He's a man of God now. Let's go. Yeah, that's that's just how it goes. That's how the best of them get. Yeah, that's how the best of them get here. They always come back around. But what are your Greg stories? <laughs> Please drop them below. Please answer us below oh also in our subreddit we love it when you like add photos or videos it's cool that's true yeah it's true it makes me feel like your people and your drawings of us yeah, yeah. oh yeah I, I like the drawings we always love that we always love that but if you love us make sure to subscribe we love you and, and see you tomorrow. tomorrow this is an episode from deep within the archives time for okop rewind today i've up by taking random doordash orders on my porch hell yeah stealing so for context, me, 18 male, and my family have been having an issue where we get random DoorDash orders on our porch. That's the greatest issue Yo, of all time. Free food. Bro, I would definitely take yeah. that. <laughs> the first time it happened, I assumed it was a mistake. And after no one claimed it for two hours, we just decided to take it. Mm -hmm. Then randomly every month, another would appear. After the second meal, we called DoorDash and they told us it was most likely a glitch and not to worry about it. Ever since, we've just taken orders as a stroke of luck until today. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Now, out my window, I see someone deliver some food. The same thing happens. I go ahead and grab it. My brother starts to eat the cheeseburger and fries. And right as I'm about to dig in, we hear a knock on the front door. Of course, we panic and throw everything back in. And I see a short 25-year-old guy. He says he's nice and says that their house number is the same as ours. And our addresses got mixed up, saying how he even brings us our packages. 
man is like the good guy bringing <laughs> the packages that get mixed up and sent to his place. But they, then, they are eating the food. Oh, so tragic. We both apologizes and he leaves saying, enjoy your night. So I hand him back all the food with the exception of the fries and burger. <laughs> That's like all the food. I mean, you've already you've already yeah. eaten part of it. So he leaves. And I thought that was the end of it. Ooh. About five minutes later comes another knock. I answer the door and a woman about the same age and stature as the other guy shows up and she's visually upset. She asks about the burger and the fries that were inside the bag. Where's the burger and fries? My mom shouts a no as she walks upstairs and my brother shrugs it off. I step outside with her and apologize saying that he ate it and that they didn't want to fess up. I ask if she would want us to pay her back and she tells me no. Then she points to her house and then tells me we get her orders. I tell her sorry and that we thought the orders were random. She then says, I don't believe you in an angry tone and walks <laughs> off. So she's pissed that they've been taking her she orders. She thinks it's like a whole plot yeah, of yeah. them like, taking them. It's a conspiracy. Now I'm watching a movie feeling like shit taking their food. I'm wondering if there's anything I can do to make it up to them, but I'm guessing there isn't. There's absolutely something you can do. Uh, Throw up all the food the next time into the, their mouth the like next, a baby bird. Yeah, the next not you can, not just eat the food. The next time the order comes, like b- b- get a, get a ring like a camera thing, oh, yeah. so you can see the instant it, it gets there. Grab it and then pretend like like I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I don't talking about. I've never seen this DoorDash. I've never. What's, I've never, what's, DoorDash? what's DoorDash? I don't even know what that what's company Dor- is. What's DoorDashay? I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm cultured and uh, <laughs> uh, I don't dash to doors. I know about caviar, yeah. but DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash. I've never heard of such a thing. This boss ain't happy, see? Uh, what's wrong, boss? We're running low on respect. This podcast ain't got enough five-star ratings on Spotify. What do we do, boss? Yeah, boss. Yo, the one listening. Go to OKOP's profile page on Spotify. Click about and then give us five stars, capiche? They did, boss. Ah, beautiful. Now we're the most respected family in this goddamn town. Thanks, listener. You're now an honorary member of our family. Remember, we take care of our own. <laughs> 